Welcome to Girlfriend's Chit Chat Show. I am your host, Amira Bay. I have the best conversations with my girlfriends, Shauna Price and Leslie Thomas, that uplift, transform, and inspire women professionally as well as personally. So come on in and let's chat it up. Welcome again to another episode of Girlfriends Chit Chat Show, where we talk about everything dealing with life and business. I hope you all are having a fabulous, fabulous Friday. So as always, let me introduce to you our co-host, Miss Shauna Price of The Connection Guru, as well as Miss Leslie Thomas of LT Financial. What's up? So we're excited. Woo. We're excited to be here again tonight. And ladies, we just going to chat it up tonight. Yeah. As y'all saw in the comments about what we're going to be talking about tonight, we're going to be talking about the elephants in the room that don't ever get talked about. Yeah. All right. So first, uh, we're going to just chat it up, y'all, about what we talk about is the, the syndrome of the angry Black woman. Hmm. Good the time. syndrome of the angry Black woman. Yeah. As I always want to say, yeah. well, we get mis, you know, misconstrued where people think we're angry all the time because we're strong. We have good words to say, but we have authority when we say them. Right. So ladies, let's dialogue a little bit tonight about that, because sometimes I think we get, you know, we get that misconception about us a lot of the times. Right. What do you think about that, Leslie? Well, you know, of course, when we think about where the um, angry black woman, mad black woman syndrome came from, you know, Tyler Perry, of course, coined the awesome movie about the mad black woman. And unfortunately, you know, but fortunately, he coined something that was really awesome. Um, it really brought to life what many people think about black women. Um, we, from the beginning of time, have come from being strong, always told that we had to be strong. There are no tears. We have to be overeducated. We had to be uh, always do the exceptional, uh, the supernatural, you know, in our worlds. Um, but sometimes, you know, our heart gets hurt. And there are times when the perception, and mainly from uh, more our Black men, as it pertains to us. You know, women now we're looking for validation and unfortunately some women seem to think that our black men have mm -hmm. failed us. And I think a lot of times that we get that misrepresentation a lot of times, you know, people where they see us that way and they don't really understand, you know, what we, who we are as individuals. Right. I don't care if it's us being women or us being, you know, entrepreneurs. Right. how people really view us because a lot of times you know i have people that say you know amir it seemed like sometimes you know yeah like you got a little attitude right you know you know and i always say why do you think that because i'm just being true to who i am right. i ain't trying to be nobody different but because i have that authority right. i have that when i talk to you i talk with confidence right and if that is misconstrued or misunderstood i'm so sorry but i can't change who I am as a woman, as well as the individual. Right, right. I totally agree. I totally agree. What do you think, Shauna? There she go. There she go <laughs> with the face, y'all. <laughs> I think I'm angry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 
No, I, I, I think that a lot of times, too, we have to be able to, because y'all know how I kind of look at it a couple different ways when I think about things. And I think a lot of times we have to be careful of what we subscribe to, yeah. because I think that the syndrome didn't just come about, so to speak, or the thought process of it didn't just come about from mm-hmm. uh, us, somebody saying, oh, you angry, right? Like, it, like Leslie was saying um, about how we've always been taught to work twice as hard and we've always been taught to, um, you know, be the best at whatever we're doing to, right. you know, suck up the tears. Mm-hmm. I wasn't taught to suck my tears if I'm a crybaby, right? Right. Um, and I don't have a problem with telling the whole wide world I'm a crybaby because I might right. cry right now. But, <laughs> but I do think that a lot of what happens is that we don't take uh, accountability to what we subscribe to, what we accept, right? The things that we step into agreement with. And I can only tell you, like I told y'all, or I tell y'all all the time, I can only tell y'all what I've lived. And there's been things in my life that I stepped into agreement with, and I watched myself walk them out because I, I took that on. I didn't, you know, and I think sometimes that's what's happened. Right. And I think now black women are in a place where they like, look, child, I'm tired of, you know, I'm tired of the whole angry black woman thing. Let me cry, let me breathe, let me self-care, let me do what I need to do so mm-hmm. that I'm not the angry black woman. Um, I do think that our authority is taken or misconstrued. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because I think that as black women, we are a lot stronger than most women. But I, I'm gonna be honest with you, like. It's not to take anything away from white men, women or Spanish women. Um, my cousin, he's married to a Spanish girl and she a heck of a chick. Right, right. She yeah. a strong black woman. Yeah, right. And it's but, nothing yeah. wrong with that. I don't Possibly think. an angry one, but so to speak. So I think it's just, I think it's, it was something, it's kind of like everything in, in, in life, you know? Somebody coined something and we accept it. Right. We don't step back and say, well, I'm not subscribing to that. That doesn't per- pertain to me. We accept it because maybe we fall into the stereotype. Not necessarily the stereotype, but the, the group of people, right? right? Right. So because I'm a Black woman, that sometimes I might be angry. Everybody gets angry, right? right. We all get mad. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think we have to just, we, we have to take a look at what, what are we in ourselves, you know, accepting in our lives. Right. Well, you know what? And here's the thing. So um, I I happen to think that I have a pleasant personality, but I also know that uh, as it pertains to business, I can be a bulldog in the boardroom. Um, And it's no nonsense. I'm I'm pretty, I won't say abrasive, I'm firm and I'm straightforward because I feel as if my reputation is on the line. The unfortunate thing is, is that colleagues will perceive that as, you could do a little bit different, a little bit better to uh, to basically water down who you are. But a man can come into the room and do the exact same thing. Yep. And he, he's feared, revered, and respected. And it's the double standard for me that I have a problem with. And then the if we want to take it dating for a few minutes, you know, prior to me getting married, you know, it's amazing to me how when when a lot and I hear this from a lot of single women, they date 
and they say, well, you know, he says he doesn't want me because I'm a gold digger or I, you know, I'm too abrasive. I'm not, I'm, um, I should know my place. Yes. And I heard that gold digger. I'm sorry. We're all, we're all gold diggers when we start out. I don't care. Who <laughs> <laughs> we're all gold diggers. And I'm, listen, I have no problem with telling you. Like, let's and, just be for real. Yeah. Well, but if, you know, if what, you, if you uh-huh. was not a gold digger when you started dating, then uh-huh. you're telling stories. Yeah. <laughs> you're lying. Let me I tell you something. Know. Every woman, every every woman that's single that's dating, her first thing is, you know, if a gentleman comes over to her and he's like, look, baby, I'm going to take you out. I'm going to get your nails done. You know, I'm going to, you know, get you on a little shopping spree. You know, the songs even dictate the, the yep. lyrics, you know, all of that. So here's the thing. Some women... You know, and, and, and 50 Cent just made recently a comment about he doesn't like Black women because we're not exotic enough. Women, we work just as hard with just as, oh yeah, he made the comment, Shade Room approved. Um, but what happens is he said that he doesn't prefer Black women because we're not exotic. And then, you know, she's not coming to the table per se with you know, a certain something. We women now are beating ourselves up trying to be triple educated. We, you know, because we don't want anybody, any man specifically to think that you come in to be a leech. You want to come and feel like you having to bring that when the truth is in most cases, they'll go outside of the race and they'll get women and they'll do all the things that we were wanting as well. So right. I, I hear that from a lot of women. That, you know, he didn't do it for me because he said I was a gold digger and I just wanted what he had, but he'll step right outside the race and do the exact same thing. The question is why? What's happening? Why is he doing it? You know, what's the theory behind him saying that he can't honor the black woman anymore? And because I think we that's are the least respected. The least respected. We are on the bottom of the totem pole as it pertains to respect. And then they wonder why we the mad black woman. And I think a lot of times, I ain't mad. Huh? I, mean, I don't have time. But I mean, that's <laughs> too much energy for yeah. me to be angry or be I, mad about something that, you know, it's like either you're going to accept me for the woman I am mm-hmm. and who, who you can get I, to kick it, who, who I've grown to be. Because yeah. at one point in my life, I was a very even tempered person. Right. I wasn't aggressive. Mm-hmm. I've never been an argumentative person. But right. at the same time, I'm not going to let you run over me because I used to be that type of person where, you know, you treat me wrong. I turn the cheek. You treat me wrong. I turn another cheek. But then after I run out of so many cheeks, then we got a problem. It's a a done deal. It's a done deal. It's over. But I just think that's where we get it all twisted up and we don't understand that this is who we are as individuals, as women in general, because some people just say, you just seem like you're just an angry person. And I'm not. Right. I'm not. I just have my own opinion and i think people have a problem with you having your own opinion your own view on how you see things right and i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna just agree with everything you're saying right i'm not gonna be a yes person either i'm gonna have my own opinion if i feel like we can agree to disagree right that's how i look at that and if you take that offensive and you take that you know to heart then right. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to just be all softy, softy on you. Because I think as entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. the same thing plays a part is, is we look at our clients. Right. We look at people that we work with. Right. And they say, oh, you're being mean to me. Oh, you know, you, you know, you give, I'm giving you positive right. criticism. 
Right. But you think I'm being mean to you because you think I'm criticizing you. Exactly. But, you know, a lot of women, I feel like are losing their voice because they don't want to have that perception in the boardroom. We don't want to have that perception in the relationship. So now I find a lot of women will tend to be quiet sometimes because they don't want the perception that I'm being too aggressive. So now I feel like sometimes women are losing their voice in the boardroom you know, in the workplace and in relationship, because they feel like if I do that, I'm going to scare that person off. I'm going to scare the client off, or I'm going to scare that, that significant other off if I voice who I am. But, you know, Shauna made a comment a couple of weeks ago, you know, what about that representative? Because I feel like if I'm not giving you authentically me, I will show up at some point. So I think you're doing that person, whether it be business or personal, an injustice by not bringing you to the table. You know, I think you're not giving that person the opportunity to make an informed decision about whether or not they want to connect with you or not, because you're not bringing the real you. And then you pop up two months later and they're like, well, wait a minute, you, they're blown away because you're like, but this is who I am. They're like, no, that's not who you were. You weren't that person when I first met you. Right. You got to yeah. be true to who you are. That's yeah. why people use the word, you know, being authentically you. Right. Be who you are. Because it's like this. Either they're going to like you or they're not going to like you. Sometimes, right. I'm going to tell you something, y'all. Some people we just can't straddle the fence with. It's like either you're going to like me right. or you're not going to like me. There's no in-between with me. Right. You right. know, and either we can, we can come to terms and get that understanding of, Oh, I like you, girl. I like your strength. You right. know, I like that about you, that you're confident in who you are. Right. You know, you know who you are, period. Right. You know, and I want to feel, have that confidence in knowing that when I get out here and handle my business, I got this. Even yeah. if, you know, y'all, we start businesses and we may not be, we don't know what we're doing all the time. Right. But when we show up in the room, right. we carry it like we know it. Yeah. Like and people ball. say, girl, girl, I thought you knew that thing. I said, girl, yeah. no, I didn't. Yeah. But I allowed my personality to exude and I allowed that, uh, that, that authoritative kind of per personality I have mm. to say, oh, I got this. Right. And you can get up on stage and you can talk to it like you know it. Exactly. And you may not know the heck of what you're talking about. Right. But because you showed up who you are as an individual, right. it shined through. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying, Shauna. What do you think? That she go. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I like what she said. Listen. That she go. My facial expressions that hilarious. Yes. I think that. I mean, I agree with y'all 100. percent Y'all know how I feel about the representative. I just think that we. I think that when we allow people to meet, um, to get to know us fully. And let's just be honest, everybody comes with emotions. God made us that way. So there right. are times when we all, we show up where we're at. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes that day, it may not be the best day, but you're going to get all of. That's right? right. All of this. All, all of this, it. right? You'll all get of all of this. <laughs> and, and so I think that, um, I think it's okay. Like, here's the thing, right? People gonna say what they wanna say. This whole angry black woman thing came from like, I was reading this Forbes article like from last year. Mm -hmm. And it stemmed from an Amos and Andy show mm -hmm. like back in the 1950s right. radio show where right. 
they were saying that black women are sassy and domineering. Well, if I'm a dominate, I'm a dominate. And you think I'm sassy? Well, it's, come it's on. Like, I love it. Yeah. Right. And but it grew into something a little bit more than what it was. And it's not right. necessarily, I just think that we just don't take no crap. Right. Yeah. Right. I think we don't take no and no and like I said, don't get it twisted because it's 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 some white sisters, some Spanish sisters, some Asian sisters out there, they don't take no crap either. Right. But I just think that I think we've taken so much crap that we don't have no more crap to take anyways, right? So we're like right. crapless. Right. Right. Oh, I absolutely agree. I mean, you know, for me, it let me tell you, I feel like my battle as as a, a woman of God has been. I was always taught that it's better to give than to receive. And I've carried that all of my life that I feel like if I give to you, this used to be how I thought, if I give to you, then you're gonna give that back to me in that manner. And life has, has hit me real big because I realized that you know my, God, my goal as a woman of God is to definitely be there with one another, you know, to help bear burdens and all of that. But there's just some energies you just can't hold and you can't continue. And we've spoke about this before to pour into someone who's not pouring into you. Um, I saw on Facebook, somebody said, why are you going to someone? Why do you, something about the go-to, but you know, you're going, you're, you're the go-to person for people you can't go to. And I think that's a problem. Women have become so numb to feeling like they don't have a support system. And I think in and of itself, that would make someone angry to feel like, you know, I don't have a support system. So we women try to be all things all the time. And then we usually end up leaving ourselves off of the list. And sometimes we have to consider though, and I'm so sorry to cut you off. No, no, you're good. Forgive me. But sometimes you have to consider that the people that, that you're pointing to are not the people who are supposed to pour into you anyway. Exactly. Yeah. They, they might not, you may be that for them, but they may not be that for you. Right. And then like, it was like we was talking last week though, Leslie, and I think, I'm just a firm believer in this because I've lived it in the rawest way mm-hmm. that if we're not setting the right type of boundaries in the relationship that we have, right. then the things that come out of those relationships, we become responsible for them because we didn't tell people what we were willing to accept and not accept from each other. Exactly, yes. So like, even if you decide to pour into somebody and support somebody, my hope is that you're doing that because that's what you want to do, not because you want them to pour back into you. Exactly. Because what you, right. what I had to realize, and this was with my family members, right? I have taken care of, I have taken care of like, everybody, right? right. And for the most part. And so what I start realizing was that maybe I can't, that I really couldn't go to them like they could come to me, right? Mm-hmm. And um, for me, I started feeling, you know, I was feeling some kind of way about it. But then I right. had to start realizing that they were only able to come to me like they, like they could because I allowed them to. Right. So like, right. if you don't get an answer from me on a phone call now, not my problem. Exactly. So like, and I think that's what we have to understand. I started expecting for them to be who I was. And that's just not who they are. Right. They're, not the, they're not the same person. It is better to give than receive because your reward doesn't come from man. It comes from God. Absolutely. So it doesn't, if you're giving with the right heart, right. Um, you know, bountifully, you're going to reap bountifully from the right place. Trust exactly. me, I know I have reaped in ways that are unexplainable 
Right. Well, not unexplained. I know why, but I'm just saying. But that that to me is the thing. Like when I start saying, bro, I can't even have these same conversations with y'all. Then right. it, it just dawned on me that it's because I'm not to have those same conversations with them. Right. And not I shouldn't expect for them to do the things that I've done because this is who God made me to be. Right, right. Absolutely. You just sometimes have to know who you can be that person with also. Yes. I think that sometimes, and that's the boundary thing. Like sometimes we will put ourselves out there because we have that heart to serve. We right. have a loving spirit. We, we want people to be able to... Um, for lack of terms, survive and get it yeah. and move forward and all of that good jazz. Mm-hmm. But we we don't consider well how much will I take on right from them right. and like when I would be taking on stuff from other people, I begin to watch how it affected my moods. Yeah, how, like oh my god, that was horrible. Now I'm angry because you're going through some extra that ain't got nothing to do. Yeah. With it. I'm just listening, but I'm taking it in so much. That is becoming a part of who I am. Oh no, yeah. boundaries were needed. Oh yeah, absolutely. Thank God for boundaries. Yes, thank yeah. God. You're right. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it is trial and error. Of course, I've grown. That used to be my understanding until I realized that it was okay for me to place boundaries. I didn't feel like that for a long time because I felt like, no, you know, I'm a woman of God. I need to be. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes, you know, I'm like, every spirit ain't supposed to be up in my presence. So I'm like, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? I'm like spirits transfer. And I'm like, no, I don't need none of that. Uh, But no, I am very careful now. You know, I I remember years ago when I was um, younger, before I was married and I had this one friend, she needed me available all the time. I mean, I couldn't hang up the phone and she called me. I I couldn't go anywhere and then she called me. And if I said I would call her back in 10 minutes, if it was nine minutes, she was like, girl, you getting ready to call me? And I just finally had had enough. And I said, you know what? Enough is enough. Boundaries are necessary. And then it wasn't until that stage happened, I found peace. And I said, how much have I been giving out to people that I really needed to keep for myself? Because it's okay to keep some, it's okay to self-care and save some of you for you. I think yeah. that's where the whole uh sometimes the sassiness can come into play as a angry black woman because right. we, we're doing too much for too many people. Yeah. We, and so when it does come time for us to be all that we need to be for ourselves, um, sometimes we're not able to be that. Yeah. And then too, I just think that we tough as nails and people can't handle that. Like, yeah. Hey, bro. I agree. I agree. Totally it. And I think a lot of times y'all is that we just, we try so hard as women to make ourselves feel like that we can do everything that everybody else is equally able to do. Yeah. Even in a man's world, you know, as we try to show that we're capable, we're just as strong. Right. We, we, we have the same credentials. Mm-hmm. We, we possess all the skills and the tools, right. even less of you being in HR. When you interview people, and, and no matter if it's a man or a woman, and you find two great candidates, two equally great people, right? That sometimes, you know, you want to hire the woman, but you're like, you know what? I got to look at both candidates. I got to figure out who fits the role, who fits the position. Right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people overlook us. Yeah. We get overlooked, and we we take a position, and we're working on a job, and all of a sudden we realize, you know, you hired him 
to do the same job that I wanted. Right. But I'm up here helping him. Right. I'm up here training him. Yeah. And you felt like I wasn't equally suited or mm -hmm. equally qualified, right. just like he was. Right. And those are the conversations that people never want to have. They they never want to talk there. about those particular things ever. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like a lot of times we sit idle, we sit quietly in the corner right. as a woman and we're like, well, I don't want to speak up. I don't want to say nothing. No. And you continually try to prove yourself. Yes. Trust me. It, and that's every day. In my world, I have to juggle between, and it's, it's not even a, a thought process for me because I am definitely an equal opportunity employer because I firmly believe I want someone who's going to be able to go down the road, who's going to fit my organization. I need someone who, who's going to fit the team. I need someone who I see the potential that know they may not be everything I need them to be at that moment, but I know without doubt because I'm taking the proper time to interview because my interviews are crucial, honey. I want to know, I want to forecast as much as I can whether or not this person is leadership material because I believe a leader is a leader long before they have the title. I believe an entrepreneur is an entrepreneur long before they have the title. And as, as the Bible says, he that findeth the wife findeth the good thing. That means he didn't find her. She wasn't already a wife, but he's looking for wife qualities, right? So that's what I'm looking for now as I've grown and matured. I'm looking for, you know, what type of relationship am I going to have with whomever I encounter? Do I see the long term with this person as I do in my job every day? Am I seeing the, the, the benefits and in, in the long-term potential? Am I seeing this person can really be this, this, and this? And what can I bring to the table? Because again, like with any interview, you always want to ask them about their credentials, but you want to know, hey, tell me what you can bring to the table. Right. I want to see how excited you are about telling me about you. And if, you know, if I see that little meekness, I'm like, you know, is it something I can bring out? But if not, I want to see you come with fire and ready it with a ready spirit to come and be able to be a part of my team, be a part of my life, be a part of, of my tribe. We have an ex a, a awesome tribe with fearless women entrepreneurs, women who are just excited about, you know, being a boss how to be able to come and bring all these things, you know, bring life together and showing us how to do that. But far too often we women deflect and we want to go quiet, but God has given us a voice and things to share. And right. I feel like this is our time to be able to, you know, be able to do this. As we can see, we have a new vice president elect which is that I was so excited to share that with my daughter that she sees that we women, despite everything we've gone to, look where we have arrived. Who knew that history would be made in that capacity? And I would imagine she has been told all of the things that we've, we were talking about now. She's aggressive, she's this and that. You know what I mean? When in fact, right. she just knew her stuff. Right, and I think that's what we need to see as women that we can do it. That right. any and everything is possible. It's not thing of, oh, I can't do this because I'm a woman. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, because they're going to find something about me that they're not going to like. You're right. always going to find something wrong with somebody. Right. They're going to try to pull you apart like an onion and right. find something wrong with you right. and try to hold it against you. But mm -hmm. what she did is she allowed individuals to see that 
any woman can hold any right. form of platform of right. CEO of a corporation yeah. and can be strong and be respected by her peers. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing we deal with right. is being respected by our peers and saying, oh, I feel like Leslie is suited. She, right. She's, you know, she's meant for that position. Right. You know, she was groomed for it. Right. And now she's walking in the position that she's always envisioned herself right. being in. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you need to give that person their accolades. Yeah. And understand that she's earned it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What's up, Sean? I have a question. What do you think it is that our peers are missing? The things that they may need to do that will allow them to understand this stereotype, so to speak. What is it, what are the, those things that you think is missing from what, what they don't understand as to why this stereotype has become, it's almost like um, with black lives, right? Right. Like, you don't understand something until you've actually walked in the shoes. And I think right. with, like for me, I think they're educating themselves about what it's like to be a black woman it begins, I think that with anything though, like until you have really walked a mile in somebody else's shoes, yes. you don't know what that, what their life has been or what their life is, um, what they've experienced. You don't, right. you don't understand and or get right. what their trials may have been, right. the, you know, or the lack of trials. You, right. But I think that that actually is something that I think there are way too many assumptions being made in the world, right? Exactly. Um, and and unfortunately, more so by black men than, than anybody else. Um, I think from I think that pfft, I'm gonna call it. I'm just gonna call a spade a spade, right? Right. Right. Um, I think we're the biggest threat on the face of the earth. Yes, ma'am. Wow. I used to think that black men were the biggest threat on the face yeah. of the earth. Mm -mm. Um, and I think that I think that the our black people are, right. but I think within our culture we are the biggest threat on the face right. of the earth as women, because there's a different type of resilience with us. There's yeah. a different type of. Listen, I spent a whole day crying yesterday, and today is a new day, right? And we go through stuff, but our fight is always different. Like, right? We boxing gloved up, you know. Some of us might be carrying a couple of gats, you know, whatever the case may be. <laughs> But I think that, I think that, I think that we're just more than, more of a threat, period, right? And so we, we do become these different stereotypes because um, people don't know, like, people don't know what it's like to, you know, walk a thousand miles in my, in my shoes. Right. right. Uh, but here's the real click kicker is that they don't care either. They just prefer to make a generalization yeah. of what they may think. And yeah. I think that with education comes a lot. And education don't always mean pick up a book and read because nope. I don't mean no disrespect, but my life's not in a book yet. No. So you can't walk a mile in my shoes picking up a book and read. You need to come that's spend right. a night with me. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right though. Well, that's because over for a couple of days. Exactly. Right? So I think that educating themselves, um, I think being expressive, like, I think sometimes it's like a lot of people were saying, we just need to have a conversation when we talk black and white. And I'm not trying to go down that road because I don't right. have an issue with that. 
it's, it's to me, it's a, it's a rabbit hole, but I think, but I do think that having conversations and being able to say, um, what does it really look like for you? What is life like for you? Right. Um, and not just other people, but us too, being able to express ourselves um, fully, right? Because right. let's not get it twisted. We won't get breaks, like we will never get breaks. So let's not get a break right now because some of us really walk step into the angry black woman. Right. Unfortunately we do because we're not expressing ourselves like we should. Um, right. I think you were just saying something on that fact, like we're not, you said something and it struck me like, oh, you said how in, in, in positions like a guy, a man may get that position yes, uh, or you're overlooked and you train them. That happened to me. Oh, wow. Literally happened to me when I was at Wales. And it was like, I had to train a backup. I trained this dude. But the things that I would be saying, okay, look, let me go ahead and let me do this. I got this. This is so simple to me. Let me run it all the time. She wouldn't let me do. And my manager was a woman. Yeah. Oh, wow. My wow. manager was a black woman. Yes. But when this black man I, I trained, once he stepped into play, like it started coming back to me that she didn't know what she was doing. And then I'm like, but bro, I trained you. Yeah. So I had to like have real conversation with people. I it, I ultimately got off that team, but I got off the team because like what y'all not going to do is talk behind my back and think I'm not going to say nothing. And then... I, I didn't want to be in an environment where you wasn't going to allow me to move forward. Right, yeah. you were stuck. You were going to stay stuck right where you were. So, so I got off the team, but that really happened where I literally trained this guy and everything that I'm saying, hey, look, let me handle this. I got this. I got right. you. I would be staying late to work, like like assisting her and helping her work. We might get off work at 11. I might still be there at 1230. Right. Dang, you were really helping that sister out. Admit it. Committed on that job. I'm an angry I mean, you were committed. Well, let me tell you something. How many women, was, you know, and I don't know if, if this is for the viewers and for the people that may be, you know, catching the live, how many black women have stated that they hate working for black managers? I'm one of them. I, I let me tell you something. That has been some of the worst relationships on the job I've ever had. I would prefer to work for a man. Yeah, I would too. Because sometimes it is, you know, here's the thing. The person that was my manager many, many years ago, instead of her focusing in on my skills, my knowledge, my expertise, her conversation daily was, girl, where'd you get that outfit? All you must do is shop. Do you ever spend time with your family? Because it look like you always doing your hair. That this, these were our conversations Ooh. every day. She's like, when do you have time to spend time with your family? She said, do you just get your hair done every week? I mean, I'm like trying to discuss policies and regulations and she never wanted to do that. And when it came down to the appraisal, this woman graded me so low, I fought her tooth and nail because I know how to do it. I'm HR, HR, I'm real HR. And so the thing is, is that when it finally got down to the wire, because I document everything, everything. as it turns out that she had a lady, that, of course, a friend of hers that she favored, but it was in my favor because not one time she gave me the hardest time. Mm 
And I realized that she had, she took issues with me personally, not my work. My work was done to perfection, but it's hard. And a lot of black women have expressed, I don't, I don't do well working with somebody that looks like me. And I often wonder, I know what my experience has been, but I often wonder what that experience looks like for other women, because right. most of us, we would prefer to work with men, but we don't want to work with our own kind, not, not, not black women. And, and then that's, that's the biggest thing is us working together. Yeah. Because either they're envious, yeah. you know, they're envious of you or they're envious of your looks. Yeah. Or they're envious because you drive a nice car. Or they're looking at the outside of you versus getting to know who you are as a person. I always tell people all the time when I talk to them, it's great to know your business. It's great to know what you do because right. I can go to all your pages, your business page and your website. But I want to get to know who you are as a person. And us as women, a lot of us don't take time out to know us. We just want to know, well, this is what I do. And this is what I can offer you. And I'm looking like, well, who are you? Yeah. What you mean? Well, you know, tell me something about you. Yeah. I want to know who you are as a woman. You know, well, I'm a mom and I have kids. And, you know, and before you know it, they start realizing they're talking to you like a girlfriend. Yeah. You know, realize, dog, you know, you're really nice. That's you're a really nice person. Yeah. And you start to connect on another level. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think, like Shauna always said about communication is connecting on a different level with that individual because then that makes for a lasting relationship. Yeah. It goes beyond work. We can talk business all day. But mm -hmm. then when you get to know somebody on a personal level, right? then the dialogue is so different. Yeah. And it's more... It's, I have to almost say, I remember so much more about you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even though I know about your business and everything else, but I know you. Yeah. And it's a shame that we as women, you know, we, we have a hard time sometimes. And I don't, I don't, I personally do right. not like working for females as my boss. Um, I've had them. It's, it's definitely a preference of mine. I, it's unfortunate, but as a woman who is a female and a boss, and I actually have members. It sometimes I I make it a point to team build with the ladies right. because I don't want to be that person that just rules with this. But I also we have to have separation because I am their boss, and so I do have expectations. I want you to be at work on time. Don't think because we cool you ain't supposed to be up in this piece. Um, but I I make it a point that the the women who are definitely striving for what I'm striving mm -hmm. for. I don't have that problem i they they're like girl we in this together i would never do anything to make you look bad i'm in here on time i make sure i take breaks when i'm supposed to take them and there's nothing i would ever do here's the thing because of that relationship i'm i go overboard to want to make sure that i'm accommodating these ladies ladies because i believe in work-life balance i don't believe like this is all that your life is supposed to be if you need to leave because you got a you know a kid at home and got to do whatever i'm with it totally with it. But I think it is a part, you have to build relationships. You have to get to know the people. It can't be just work, work, work. Let's get together, team build. Let's get together outside of the office. Let's see each other in a more relaxed environment. Do you know there are plenty of people that we work with and we don't know anything about them personally? We don't know anything about their lives, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? Which makes for, you know, crazy communication. Yeah. Because you don't know, you don't know. And I'm not trying to say people are going to be, some people don't want you to know their personal business. Some right. people don't want you to know. I mean, I worked with a girl for years and, you know, we just talked business. Never knew, 
never once did she ever mention she was married. Right. She never mentioned her kids mm -hmm. because she kept it business. Right. And she didn't believe in mixing, you know, business and pleasure. And how it came about is, you know, of course, the boss invites you for Christmas. You know, we're going on that time of the year where you have, right. you know, the Christmas parties at the office. And they say, invite your family, your friends, you know, your family and your, your spouses and them to the party. And then out of nowhere, you know, she shows up with her whole family. You looking like, I don't know you for over a year. <laughs> you know, and she just didn't mix. your business. <laughs> Huh? What you say, Shauna? I say everything ain't your business, and that's true. Hey, I'm okay with it. I'm I was just surprised okay. myself. You were surprised she had she. But listen, so let's let's be for real. How do you think we contribute to the stereotype of the angry black woman? Absolutely, yeah. hands down. Yeah. We do. <laughs> We ain't no luck. Hey, we are girlfriend chit chat. We gonna keep it real. Keep yes. it real. Yes. When I hear brothers say, no, I don't think I want to do this. Let me just be real. There are times and occasions when I see some of us out there having a moment. I can understand why a brother goes the opposite direction. Let me just keep it real because it is what it is. But, you know, that's true with anything. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate, but if we keeping it real, that's true. I think there's, I can see there's certain, let me say this. I think <laughs> when you don't set out the expectation of what you look for, desire in whatever, whether that's a business relationship or a personal relationship, again, like you stated, when people don't take time to really get to know us, know us, then why I act the way I act could be because I didn't grow up with a father. Why I act the way I grow up is because I had a bad home. But if you're not taking time to get to know me, we've been hanging out, we've been going to dinner and you really haven't completely known who I am mm -hmm. to know that I got trust issues or I may have relationship issues and I'm just having these moments every time you say something out of the way. If you've not taken time to get to know that person, then your perception is, man, you always angry, you always mad. Well, y'all not dialoguing. There's no communication there. And I think that's across the board. Take time to get to know the people who are you in, who are you are in proximity with, in business with, in relationship with. So yeah, I have the moment. But you have to become you have to be available for that. Yeah. You have to be, and when I say available, I mean like you have to. You have to want to, everybody is not as cool as me and can just talk to anybody. So at some point, Shauna, I don't know who you think you're talking to. Who are you? I mean, check where you come from. Who are you? Listen. No, 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 no. I'm confused. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. See, that's when an angry black woman come out on me. See, you sitting there. Saying, you know, la di da, you know, I'm a bed of roses. Sister, let me tell you something. I didn't say let I me, was let a bed me be of roses. <laughs> let me let me be you real with you. If you gonna come for me, yeah, and you think I'ma sit back and let you do it? Ain't gonna happen, sister. You ain't gonna come what no. Are you talking about because I'm cooler than you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I got you. I, I wasn't talking to you, but the angry black woman. See how so so so. Here's a good example of <laughs> how 
we assume that a person is talking to us yeah. or in or about us and we wear that right we oh. take on no we, you read me wrong girl you read me wrong see, no, listen, see, my, my tone told you my tone Hey, I that's say, all I said now. I had See, something to tell you, and we're going to hear what I got to say. <laughs> a lot of times people are not available for that conversation. No, a lot of people cannot start conversations and hold conversations like I do. This is God ordained. So I'm able to do this because God made me that cool. Oh, you that cool, it. girl. Look at her. There she okay. goes. <laughs> But because, so and I'm saying that because you were saying how you never knew the girl had a whole family, right? She came, she came to work, talked about work, went home. Leslie was saying that people need to, you know, we need to converse more uh, and learn about the people that work around us. Well, sometimes people don't know how to have those conversations and or start those conversations. That's true. We teach you that with the connection right. guru, mm-hmm. but <laughs> shameless plug. Oh yeah. no! But it it. There has, I do think that there has to be a, um, we have to get to the point where we know how to effectively communicate, right? Yeah. Um, and be then, more of a listener than a talker, like you always say. Yeah. Well, that's because if you listen, people will tell you, even that Everything. girl, Everything. If, you, if you're actively Everything. listening, you probably would have knew she was married with kids. But I think you know what it was is too. I'm not a person that's gonna pry. I'm not a prior. You know how you got them girlfriends. Oh, now you like girl. You ain't ask her. You ain't <laughs> look. Look, I was like, look. I needed all the information. If if I wanted that, I would have asked. But sometimes, ain't it always my place. Girl, please, I would have asked her. You didn't need all that information. You didn't need all that information then. But I guarantee you go get that information with everybody you talk to now, don't you? Well, I mean, that's just because she showed up with the husband and kids. It just caught me off guard. I'm not being real with you. I mean, I'm literally. Saying, but today, in this day and time, you go get all that information, do you not? Well, yeah. You better. I mean, I'm going to get it. Well, I'm going to get all the information I need. But the thing about it is I'm doing exactly like you trained me. See, I'm going to let everybody know. Shauna, a mastermind in networking. Let me tell you, when it come down to, I think I was thinking that I knew how to connect. I knew how to communicate effectively. I thought, let me say that, I thought I did, but I realized working with Shauna, I realized that there were things that I was not doing effectively. Right. And so when you think I need that in the whole testimony. Of yeah, that's a testimony. I'm giving it. That that I'm, I'm going to tell you. Because you're good at what you do, chick. I'm going to tell you, good at what you do. today. Huh? I thought about that today because I, I, you know, like I'm sitting back and watching you, and I'm like, she, she goes to get it. Like you, you go to get it, and you, you take it to another level. Right. And, and I said, she always be saying that this is what I taught her, and I say, I need to get that test. <laughs> <laughs> I was but you know what? My, but think about it, y'all. But that, that's the thing about sometimes we do is we always give information to others. And we sometimes realize, man, I think I need to do that myself. Oh, and I'm telling her to do that. Oh, I need yeah. to do that. I need that testimonial. I'm much I, just, I, I know that I you need to go do it. Saying. I just need to yeah. testimony. No, I'm serious. So, no, laying all jokes aside, but I'm, I'm letting people know that that's why you're good at what you do. Shauna is truly the connection guru. That right. chick will show you how to network, how to connect, how to build relationships. But at the same time, what I was not doing, 
Right. I was not cultivating right. my relationship. I wasn't trying to keep them. Right. And people say it's like watering a plant. You plant it. The plant looks beautiful now, but you still got to water it. You got to right. fertilize it. You got to love on it. Oh, then you got to do all of that. And, and that's the relationship. You have to remove it from that pot so it can continue to grow. So yeah. like, yeah. And, and, and for me, when as in networking, that's what I realized, right? Like you have to be able to go from networking to relationships. And like, even when we was talking, you guys mentioned relationships several times and it, sometimes I think I look at it and it's just that simple. Like we need relationships in everything we do. There's a relationship somewhere with our, with our spouses, with our kids, with our businesses in in the nine to five jobs, um, with the people at the grocery store, there's some kind of relationships somewhere Mm -hmm. and how you nurture that relationship will determine how that um, relationship nurtures you. Right. But if I'm angry all the time, but if I'm angry all the time, then I can't let down that barrier to be able to connect with somebody. Right. Because then they're going to always think I'm mad all the time. What do we do to, because there, like I said in the beginning, sometimes we subscribe to the, to the stereotype. Yeah. So what are we doing to effectively say, I'm, I'm just not gonna myself be an angry black woman. And I'm not going to put that on another woman. Right. Even if the chick is angry, right? How do I help her? Well, because here's the thing: we can mm. talk about being an angry black woman every day of the week. Right. We can talk about the stereotype. We can talk about how that stereotype has affected us. But if we don't solution it, or like I told my husband today, I was like, um, "How we how we solutionizing?" He said, "Oh, you just gonna make that a word." I mean, <laughs> okay, right? But if we don't. If we don't and, and I feel like in our community, that is a lot of our issue. We're not accountable for us. We're right. not saying, okay, this is how we're going to fix us. Right. Then we, we wonder why the Jewish dollar rotates like it does before it even leaves, right? right? We have to be accountable for us. So how do we help our sister? Well, you know what? I think listening, honestly, I, I, I really, I've learned to, to, to lay back some time and just listen and tell you why. Because I realized a long time ago that you can't change another person. You may not like a certain something. And what you can do is you can choose to stay in the situation or you can choose to remove yourself. That's it's correct. One of, because you or, cannot, or, or. Or you can choose to pray. Oh, of course, prayer, prayer is, is in the midst of all of that. Well, you know, let not me, all let me, the time. Not all yeah, the time. It not. is. Yes. It is. For you. For I'm me. intentional. For you're a baby. But we talking about, it's a bunch of girlfriends chit-chatting, right? It's a bunch right. of girlfriends listening. And a lot of times prayer doesn't come into play. A lot of times it's not like, God, my girlfriend here at work, I can tell that she's going through something even if she's not sharing. Right. Because it may not be that she needs to share, but she right. may just need you to pray. Right. That God works it out for her, that God opens the doors that need to be opened, that God helps her family, that God delivers her from whatever she's going through. Right. Like, we don't pray. Right. And I'm not saying that's not true. I am saying. Because, right. see, here's the thing God knows the heart of man. So, God, that's can true. You're right. We can't change people as much as we try. Right. We can help people, but we can't change them. People have to be willing to change. And, 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 that's where God comes into play, right? right? Because only he can change the heart of man. That's true. Absolutely. But can we, sh- can we be a light and an influence? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So how do we help our sisters? I'm gonna spread my love. But my thing, y'all, how many of us, and I'm be real with you, let's go here. We oh. leave Jesus at the front door when I forget who I am. Yeah. And people always say, oh, girl, if you had known me about 20 years ago, girl, I would have cut you to jail. <laughs> but you know, I'm saved now, you know? <laughs> I'll, let's just be for real. So you, know what I'm saying? you know how they say that girl don't even try me. Girl, if you had known me before, Lord help me. Because then that's what an angry man, girl, I was angry. You yeah. mad at the world. Like you said, Leslie, you had father issues. You know, yeah. you don't know my personal situation. I could have been homeless. Yeah. You know, I could have been living on the streets. Yeah. You know, you don't know what I've been through to cause me to be as angry as I am right now. And in, I, in return, Pour that out into other people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's when you have to seek God. You have to seek help to heal. And that's a trauma. That's a healing process that you have to go through. But a lot of times people can't see past that. But the main thing I always ask people all the time, have you took time out to talk to them? Yeah, exactly. Have you took time out, you know, to have a conversation with her to see why is she always angry all the time? Or maybe that's just her demeanor. Yeah. Maybe that's her personality. Maybe that's a way of her not allowing her to grow a connection. Right. You know, sometimes we don't want to get emotionally attached to people. You know, we keep them at a distance, you know, because we're fearful of them knowing who we really are. Like the I crazy say, thing about that is the whole knowing who you really are. I mean, like, let's just be, let's just face it. I, I don't even know if I want to say it this way. It's either give please say it. Right. Now say it. Give curse, right? And I don't, I don't think it's a curse, right? I mean, like, because it's like, I think we all have these special qualities about ourselves. How right. we exude those qualities, it's di it may be different because of what we've experienced in life. But right. we have like real, real talk, special qualities, right. God-given talents, God-given, our hearts are a certain way. And some of us are the way we are because what we've, what we've gone through, the things that we've right. experienced. Um, like in my story, my my grab to relationships and how I looked at them, and it wasn't that I treated them wrong to start with because I didn't. But when my brother got killed, I just looked at it. I just had a, it just was like, okay. You know how people always say and give people their flowers while they're here? Like I really embodied that, right? Right. And I just start taking care of everybody. Yeah. Because you did that because you lost him. And so you then had a, you had an appreciation for life. Right. I had a, a, a but agreed, appreciation for life, for people. Right. Um, I already loved people. It, right. it might've became borderline psycho. Like I just wasn't going to let a relationship be any kind of way. Right. Right. And today it's helpful in how I connect and network and all of that good jazz. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But needless to say, I think that, I think that, um, we do all have this beautifulness. And I think that sometimes we, we have to be able to take a look at a person and accept their, their beautifulness with all of their extra, right? Right. Because then we, we have beautifulness and then we have flaws and then, but we don't do that. <clears throat> we don't do that. We ready to talk about somebody. <laughs> you see that chick right there? <laughs> And I think that kind of stems from even the syndrome of being um, 
like I think being an angry black woman is so like it's a lot to unpack, right? Yeah, it's right. It's, 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 it's a lot to unpack. Yeah. But I think a lot of that comes with with that. And I, don't get it because I think I think the angry white woman talk about white women like that. I think the angry Spanish woman and the angry Asian woman talk about <laughs> talk about their homies like right? Because I really think that I really think that that everybody's like that. I just think that our culture is um, more pulled out because, well, heck, it's our culture. Yeah. And I, I mean, mean, I think that's, I think we get picked on. I think we don't help the situation. I think we just begin to, we begin to live in it, right? right. We begin to embrace, oh, well, this is, this is who somebody else said that I am as opposed oh, I'm to- I'm just going to go on and just roll with it. You right, think instead of saying, well, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Who does God say I am? Who do I say I am? Yeah. Right. And that's what you have to, and that's how you have to, and that's what you have to come to terms with is just knowing who you are as a woman. Yes. And knowing how to reconnect with who you are and being able to heal and become whole again. Right. And Thank be able you, to now develop those relationships and be able to learn because now it's a learning process. Right. So we can go from, yeah, it's true, we are angry. We are angry, man. You know, we're mad. Right. But at the same time, we have to know when to be mad and when not to be mad. Right. You know, we have to pick and choose our battles. Right. You know, and every every battle we're not going to win. We may win the war, but we may not win the battle. You know what I'm saying? So the thing about it is we just have to learn that and grow from that as individuals. Right. But but ladies, I really enjoyed our conversation tonight. Yes. As always. As always. You know. My Shana Price and my Leslie Thomas. But I appreciate you ladies tuning in today, all of our viewers and our listeners. I thank you again for watching us tonight as we uncover some of the elephants that are in the room. Absolutely. So as always, stay tuned for more shows to come. Come back and see us again, y'all, so we can chat it up in the room again. again. So you ladies have a fabulous, fabulous, fearless Friday and an awesome time being who you are as a woman. Absolutely. You all have a great night. Bye-bye. Be blessed, guys. Bye.